Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'll be speaking with Heather Prince, also known as the Root Master. She's taught meditation for over 25 years, hosted workshops and well-being retreats worldwide. For the past decade, Heather has been working with single women. This was because of her own personal experience at the age of 50 when her 34-year-old relationship ended. The healing journey became the inspiration for the fearlessly moving forwards method. We're going to talk about that. Heather helps clients that have gone from we to me to get back on track, raise their vibe with greater confidence and self-belief to magnetize in a new counterpart, a soulmate. She's the author of I Am Indigo, The Rainbow Within, and a co-author of Vibe, which is a luxury coffee table book all about the effect of color in the world today, which I would love to read that. Heather is qualified spiritual response therapist and a member of the Association of Spiritual Response Therapists, and she gets to the root cause of whatever the issue is. Welcome, Heather. Oh, thank you for having me, Ronnie. Great to be here. I'm really excited. And let's start off with this going from we to me, because that is really a tough time when you spent years, you know, 10 years, 20 years being in a partnership and then poof, it's over. And now you're standing there alone, single again, and often have to recreate a good portion of your life on your own. Yeah, it's a very different world it's coming out of that comfort zone it's dipping your toe into something that I felt I was being thrown to the sharks I know that you are uh, an expert with is he the one and you're brilliant at at all the dating tips and a lot of people come out of a long-term relationship and they go straight into dating and then they wonder why they've met someone who looks totally different but actually they've got the same traits as the one before. Oh, um, isn't that the truth? It's so amazing. It's so, it happens I know. all we've the got, time. We've got these hidden antennae yeah. and, um, and we look for something that's familiar. So they've either got the traits of mum and or dad because that's familiar to us and they're boring like dad was or they're a stick in the mud like dad was or they're a feeder like mum was or whatever it is it, because it's similar it's it's familiar and it's comfortable I found myself as an adult that had never dated because I met 
my ex-husband wasn't even 16 years old yet and I was nearly so there I was and I felt like I'd been thrown in the sea with the sharks I had no idea about flirting about dating about the rules I know you talk in your book is he the one be with somebody for three months and you'll get the and you'll see the person who's gonna be the real true person because I think a lot of us women think oh we can we can change him we can take Uh him shopping nicer jeans and you know maybe he can wear nicer shoes and not wear those ugly trainers anymore or whatever and we think we can change that person but they're (laughs) hardwired a leopard is never going to change its spots and also we're not taught in school we're not educated about what our needs are we're not educated about discovering what his needs are or her needs are if you're in a same-sex relationship, yeah. whatever it is, you know, for you. So we're, we're not educated. We don't know. And we, we're not educated about what our values are. Yeah. And if our values aren't the same values as who we meet, it's never going to work. Right. And also, there's one in a relationship that's predominantly masculine and one who's predominantly feminine. And I'm not talking about sex here because I'm female but I'm very much a leader. I'm very much a masculine. I'm very much an entrepreneur. So the person I need to be with needs to be more emotionally in contact with themselves, with their feminine energy, even though they're a man. And that's what I'm talking about, that we're not educated about. And if you've got two male energies, you're going to bash against each other. There's going to be conflict, which is what ended my marriage. But Again, we can choose to be victor or victim. Now, it's important to choose victor because out of that time, I bless that time because he taught me so much. And whoever comes into your life is a mirror to reflect back at you what you need to address about yourself. And we've got three beautiful children and eight wonderful grandchildren. And I'm very, very blessed. So yes, victor. So that's, how I work with my ladies when they come out of a long-term relationship or unfortunately they're bereaved but even though they're bereaved they might have been wanting to leave him anyway or he might have been ill for very many years and their personal relationship wasn't intimate anymore right right well It is a very difficult transition and I think you're so on the money and on target when you talk about how you have to remember who you are. You have to, or you might not even know who you are. You have to find that out. I always talk about dating as a journey of self-discovery. You know, the journey to find love is really all about you and learning about what do you want? What's going to work for you? Who is really compatible? Not just who you're attracted to. That is just not enough for a lasting relationship. It's great for sex, but it is not meaningful and it does not indicate who will be a lifelong compatible partner, but it could be fun in the meantime. So it's really important to gain that understanding. I also am a huge fan of making sure you understand, number one, how does dating work today? Because modern dating is not the same as it used to be. And number two, learning to understand, especially in heterosexual men, the single man today and what's going on with that. And that's why I wrote that book. Is he the one? That's probably not the best title. I really wanted to call it something like, is he a player? 50 games men play and how to spot them. 
That's really what it's about because I mean, one of my favorites is when you've gone on one date with a guy and it was great and he's talking to you all the time and you're like so excited. And right before the second date, he goes, you know, I am so exhausted. What if I just pick up a pizza, come over and we'll sit on the couch and watch Netflix? No, (laughs) don't go for that because he's just thinking he's going to get you into bed. Very clever game, but, and it does work quite often. I always say stay out of the house. So anyway, my point is, This is great work that you're doing, helping people to get in touch with who they are, what they need, what they value, because it's amazing to me. So many women come to me and they say, you know, I don't need any of this coaching stuff. Just tell me where I can find the men. (laughs) And then I have to say, well, apparently the coaching would really be helpful because men are everywhere. And if you can't find them, that lets you know where you're at. And that's hard. That's hard. People don't want to hear that. They just want the easy road. And I don't blame them. There's so many things I'd like the easy road for. I never find the easy road, by the way. But if you find it, let me know. If you want to find a really good, healthy, balanced, and loving, lasting relationship, you got to do the work or forget it. It's not going to happen. You know, it's really easy to just set your sights on the first guy you meet. Well, he'll do. He's nice enough. And then you're right back in the bottom of the pit again, thinking, what have I done? And, you know, I don't want to go out there again because there aren't any men. And all of this is unfortunate because there's a lot of men out there. They're not all right for you, but there's an abundance of single men at every age now. That's one thing that all this divorce has has created a barrel full of people to pick from. And it's your job to learn how to be discerning, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you don't know yourself and you don't love yourself, how on earth do you expect someone else to love you? And it all starts with that. So in Fearlessly Moving Forward Method, can you tell us a little bit about your method? Yeah, it came to me that a starfish regenerate if its legs get chopped off. Yes. So I liken it to a starfish that when we're in a relationship and somebody says, nobody will want you, you're fat, you're useless, you're ugly, do you remember who pays the bills around here? And all of that kind of things that get thrown at us, to me, it's like throwing mud on a gold statue. Ah. And the mud needs to be washed off and our golden, unique, beautiful self needs to be revealed again. And it takes self-belief, it takes self-love, self-confidence, self-respect, self-esteem, which I've done in separate modules so that it can be worked in your own time, at your own pace, and my members have got lifelong access to it. But we start off with other important stuff, how to let go of the past. Yeah. Take the past into the next relationship. That's not going to help. Let's just go into that a little bit more. For somebody who came out of the divorce and they felt very hurt, they really... Maybe they weren't happy, but they weren't sure they wanted to be divorced. And then they start dating and they find out that so many of the men they meet have those same qualities their ex had. And then they say things about that to the other man. Then what do you do? I would suggest that if they're meeting men that remind them and have the same trait as the previous relationship, then their vibe is still at the same level as it was with the previous person it's important to work on themselves to raise that vibration to a place of joy and happiness 
that they're okay in their own, they're comfortable in their own skin. They can look in the mirror. When I've done workshops and we've done mirror work to say, I love you, we've had tears. People have found it a huge challenge to love themselves. They're very good at pointing out they've got flabby arms or they don't like their double chin or um, their belly's got big and whatever. They're very good at that. But when you go in to meet somebody for a coffee and you'll say, oh, sorry, I was late. You know, I, I was trying on my dresses and I've gained a bit of weight and, and they don't fit me. That's the last thing that that person wants to hear. Already being negative to yourself. So the first thing I would say, Ronnie, is they need to focus on working on themselves before they even consider going out and dating again. Because when they do date again, they're going to meet a different person that's going to feel really unusual from anyone they've ever been with before because they've raised their game. Yes. It's hard though, because in all fairness to people going through this, it's lonely. It is lonely. And when you've had somebody whether um, you've been with them five years or 15 years or 25 years, it feels like your right arm's been cut off. And you're also dealing with betrayal if they've cheated on you, abandonment if they've said, look, I've had enough, I'm going. I mean, I'd never dealt with the bills. I'd Uh, never dealt with servicing my car. I'd never dealt with the road tax. I'd been cushioned from a child, leaving my parents getting married at 21, going into a home, and my husband did everything. So I knew nothing. I really genuinely are am emphatic and compassionate to whoever I work with because I've stood in those shoes. Yeah, I can really feel that empathy vibe coming off you because you so come from the heart and from the experience of having walked in those shoes to recover and reclaiming your own power. Yeah, I had to become me. And who was I? Right. Because as a little girl, I'd become enmeshed with my husband and I didn't know any different. And all of that had to be undone and untangled. And I lived in the family home for 18 months. At that time, my daughter was at uni. My boys had had left to be with their girlfriends. I just found out that my youngest son's girlfriend was pregnant. I was going to become a grandmother. So I had divorce. I had empty nest syndrome. I was going to become a grandmother. I had all of this stuff thrown at me all at the same time. I had to sell the home, move into a home I'd never lived alone before. Wow. That's a Um, lot to cope with. Yeah, it was a lot to deal with. Heartbreaking. It was. Yeah. So uh, what words of wisdom would you want to share with women who have to go from, you know, we to me? You know, what do they really need to know? You, You need to know that you're never given more than what you can cope with. Good. The universe will chuck stuff at us, but we have to dig deep. And within us is that strength, that real strength that we can deal with it, but not with overwhelm, just one day at a time. And having someone like Ronnie or like me or anyone else that you resonate with to hold your hand 
and for you to accept that there is work to be done and also to take on the responsibility of the breakup. It's not just one person's responsibility, there's two, and we have to look at our part of what we played and work on ourselves before we recognize what can we bring to the table in the next relationship? What are our values? What are our needs? How do we discover someone else's need? And I'm not talking about just the physical side of things that can burn out very quickly. And at different ages, there are different needs because as you get older and you're not going to have babies and start a family, there's different wants and needs, isn't oh, there? Yeah. Ronnie? Absolutely true. It is interesting when you think the universe doesn't give you more than what you can handle. Sometimes it does feel like it really is too much. It does. But we, it, it does. But we do have the strength and there is support you can get. And that's one of the most important things I think is don't try to do that alone. See if you can get support. You might need to have a group or a community that you're in with a leader who can guide you, or you might work with a coach or you might work with a therapist. You might take a class. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can get support and be in community. Yes. And one of the things that I tell women, sometimes they come to me and they want to date right away. And I'm like, what if you make some single girlfriends first? Because if you are suddenly single after a, a practically a lifetime of being a couple, you're going to need some single girlfriends because your married girlfriends cannot help you with this. They don't know about it. And so that is the start of building your own life again. And Bumble as a dating app also has a BFF, Best Friends Forever application so that you can meet women. Like it, sometimes it's hard, and especially with COVID and everything, People are so sick of it, but they've also become a lot more isolated, but you can go on Bumble BFF and start meeting some women friends or take a class or whatever and meet some women who can relate to your status in life, your place in life and what's going on with you, because it's really hard to rely on your married girlfriends for that stuff. They will try, but they can't understand exactly if they haven't gone through what you're going through, they they might find it very hard to relate to. And it doesn't mean they don't love you or care for you or want to support you. They just don't have the, what it takes. They don't have the wherewithal. They don't have the information or experience. So that's why working with somebody like you and me can make all the difference when you're going through new territory where you've never been before. Sometimes it helps to have a guide. So I want to ask you one other question going in a little bit different direction. Tell me about, you wrote this book, Vibe, a luxury coffee table book about color in the world. So tell me a little about that I'm very curious oh it's uh, it's a, it's a story a few years ago I went to a reader who did the tarot not that I do it myself and she said to me that I've got to write the book and I said what are you talking about I've written three she said no I'm being told that you have to write a book about the effect of color in the world today and I thought how on earth am I going to do that <laughs> but I shelved it. I belonged to a networking group and there was a post on social media from somebody and they said, I can't attend a meeting. Will somebody step in for me? And it was in a pub in North London I'd never been to, which was very, very odd. And I'd always wanted to visit. And I thought, oh, yes, I'll go. So off I went and the speaker got up and she started to speak about image and colour. And I went up to her afterwards and I went, Joe would you be interested in a project about contributing to a book about the effect of colour in the world today? And she said, well, actually, I've always wanted to write one forever. 
And I said, why don't we do it together? And Vibe was born and it was launched in November last year. The cover is by an artist in Pennsylvania who is wonderful, Jennifer McCloskey. It's just incredible. There's 13 separate segments and it's all about dipping into it as a coffee table book to raise your vibe. Um, we've got images from an organic farmer in New Zealand in the food segment that's written by Lucy DeAngelis, who's a great nutritionist. We've got contributors, colour expert contributors worldwide. We've got unique photos and images uh, from around the world. I contributed to the segment all about chakras, the energy centres. We have Miranda Holder that's written the introduction, who's very renowned on Instagram about colour. Oh, that sounds so fantastic. You know, I'm a huge color girl. I love color. When I'm being conscious, I will always choose the color I want to wear for the day based on what will help me feel my best. So some days I want to feel loving or I want to feel loved and I wear pink. And some days I just need to calm down and I wear blue. And some days it's dreary out. And so I wear yellow, which is more cheerful. And there's so many different aspects of color because Yellow can be about, like in feng shui, it's about conversation and mental energy. But yellow could also be about your solar plexus and your confidence. So there are a lot of different aspects to color, but it's extremely powerful. That's what I've found. Yeah. Do go, yeah. Do you go into those kinds of things? Yeah, we've got image by Joe Baldwin Trot, my co-author. Um, and how image affects us, um, what color we wear. In fact, I always suggest to my clients to have the colors in their wardrobe, like the chakras, the red for stability and security, the orange desire, yellow, as you say, is the sunshine color about energy, taking action. Green, my favorite color is all about the heart, unconditional love. Yep. I'm wearing blue today. It's a bit overcast here in the UK today. Need a bit of lovely sky blue. It's a healing color. And you're wearing purple. That's yep. wisdom. We cover home, um, the color of our environment, color of the environment outside where, you know, we look and we go to places like Italy, where there's the beautiful buildings in all the ice cream colors. Mm. And it just, it raises your vibe. It makes you right. feel cheerful. It's just so beautiful. Um, and we talk about all of that. We talk about the future, the future colors. There's a new color uh, called Min Blue that's come out. We talk about all different aspects of color. We talk about nature and you look at under the sea, the colors. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's just beautiful. We live in a beautiful world. The, the media is focused on selling newspapers, but they talk about all the negative stuff, but we don't talk about the beauty of the world right. that we live in. The yes. flowers, the, the flora, the fauna, the bees, just beautiful. And, and there's color everywhere. And there that's is. why when we go out in nature, we go to the sea and that beautiful blue azure sea, it makes us feel so calm and relaxed and lovely. It's all about color. And we've amazingly gone through a period of, of this pandemic where most people uh, in interior design have gone all gray and white. And it's it means it's all very neutral. And yeah. I think it's time to bring back the color into our lives as we come out of it now and yeah. go forwards with a zing of color. 
I guess you can really add your pops of color with your pillows and your curtains or the yes. carpets and stuff like yes. that. But yes. so one of my favorite color stories is about this woman I knew who was an executive. And whenever she had to make a presentation, she always wore her red lace bra and panties that no one else saw but her. But when she put them on, she said she felt like Wonder Woman and she could accomplish anything to her. Red was her power color, just like a man will wear a red tie as his. And I just love that story because people don't even have to see the color to experience the vibe, the lift, the energy that comes from it. The colors are so powerful in and of themselves. Absolutely. And I think for a woman to wear beautiful, red, sexy underwear, it makes you feel a certain way. And it's all about coming out of the head and thinking and actually coming into the heart space and feeling how does that color make you feel yes. when you go out and about everyone's wearing black, gray and more black. Yeah. And it's like, hello, bring some color into your life how does it make you feel when you wear that color and it's I mean one one of my very first clients came to me and said I feel invisible and I looked at her and I thought well you're wearing black but I never said anything and I eventually I said when you go shopping how about you start looking at wearing some nice pinks we were talking about self-love yeah. Oh, she said, that's an idea. I don't normally go for that color. Anyway, it changed everything. Oh, yeah. And she started to get in touch with her feminine, yummy self. And people started to pay compliments. Yeah. But yeah, people think, oh, I wear black. It's very chic. And I'll just disappear. I look thinner. Yeah. No, because black is the absence of color and white is all color. Oh, when you're always, now you can pair black with something else that's colorful or whatever, and that's fine. But if you always sure. wear black, then you're miss, you're missing out, babe, right? You're yes. missing out. So Joe always says, hold the color under your chin and look at the skin tone and see what shade is best for you. Because yes. a lot of people believe they can't wear red, but there are different shades of red. Absolutely, yes, so true. And that's why you can get your colors done too. Somebody can help you with that. Yes. And that really does make a difference where you wear things from the color yes. palette that go with your skin and your hair and your eyes. It makes a tremendous yeah, it difference. It gives you that confidence and right. you feel good and you carry yourself different and you emanate that vibe of, you know, I'm okay. Yeah. From a spiritual perspective, the point to remember is that color has a lot of energy and vibration and it does bring up feelings. So there's a lot of spirituality to color as well as how I look at it. This has been so fantastic. I love how we covered all this stuff about what happens after divorce or becoming a widow or being alone for a long time, all the way through color and your coffee table book. I know you have some freebies for people on your website, therootmaster.com. So tell us what the freebies are about. There is a meditation audio if somebody is in a breakup situation and it's about forgiving your ex and I know that most people will say no no I can't forgive him for what he's done or said or or is doing right now but the problem is that if you're holding resentment or bitterness or unforgiveness you're only hurting yourself very so true that there there's a workbook if somebody's feeling lonely if there's been a breakup and you're not included in stuff that you would have been before it's yes. very very 
challenging and as you say you need to have a single girlfriend where you can say let's go out and do something different there's also an audio about affirmations and it's all about being enough because most people will say oh I'm not thin enough I'm not young enough I'm not clever enough and actually you are enough yes so yeah they're the they're the freebies those sound remarkable and so helpful I think everybody should rush over and get, I'm going to go look really excellent. Welcome the feedback. Thank you so much, Heather. This has been very uplifting and thank you for, for all the listeners who really need to recalibrate their lives. Thanks again, Heather. It's been wonderful. Oh, pleasure. Thank you, Ronnie. This is Ronnie and Ryan Love and Cosmic Coach. Thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping... You make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you. This is Ronnie and Ryan Love and Cosmic Coach thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic, intuitive, or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today, with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.